0: It really means to live life golden Yeah, we're golden, baby, we're golden They're about to see it shine Hello and welcome back to Dad's Cavecast. I'm your host, Dave Rosales. And this episode is brought to you by... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have no sponsors. Um, but hey, if you want to sponsor me, uh, give, me give me a holler. Contact me. Um, no, but um, in this episode, I was going to speak on or about um, what I've learned... Or read or heard of uh, hell, or or the nine circles of hell. Um, on the last episode, I spoke about uh, angels and the hierarchy of angels. So on this episode, I was going to talk about the the other side of it. Right. So hell, not well actually I I just spoke about the angels I didn't speak about heaven Um, I did speak about angels and the uh, the nine classifications of angels right so on this one essentially from what they say is the best account of hell would be the account of Dante and Dante's Inferno um I guess that would be the best account of how hell is right and from what I've learned was when Dante went down he might I think he had a a guide okay and uh, the guide I I believe the guide he resided in the first level of hell um, but I'm getting ahead of myself I think his name is Virgil Virgil um, and Dante spoke with Virgil and Virgil kind of told him uh, a lot of the ins and outs of hell right or the, the levels of hell um, I think he accompanied him through the levels too so essentially when lucifer or the the angel lucifer which would be uh the cherubim lucifer when the war in heaven happened and uh i believe uh michael it was it was uh the war in heaven you know angels led by michael and then angels led by the what they call the dragon or uh, or lucifer um when lucifer was defeated he was cast to earth and some people say he was cast to earth and this is where he resi- resides uh stealing souls um Other ones say that when he was cast down, he, when he landed, he essentially made a crater, a really big crater. And that crater essentially became hell, right? And there is nine levels of, or nine circles of hell, and uh, they have, Um, increasing severities of punishment, right? The further down you go now. um, And in each one, there's like not somebody that there's something that happens there. Right. So a certain depending on your sin means where you're going to go. Right. So let's say you're a sinful person. And so like, let's say a sinful person dies and what's going to happen. He's going to get to hell and he's going to, well, this is what Dante went through, right? So he went to hell and there was two massive gates or a massive gate with no doors, but it was massive. It was a big gate and on top of that gate, there was an inscription that read, um, all who enter here, how did it go? Abandon all, abandon hope, all ye who enter here. Something like that, yeah. But I think it was like in um um in Spanish or what the hell was it in uh in Latin, which I I never understood why it everything's in Latin, but it was in Latin, right? So La Siente Ogne Esperanza, um, essentially what was written on top of the, the gate and translated says abandon all hope ye who enter here. Okay. So that's on the, the gate into hell. Um, and I think you can find that in Canto three, the vestibule of hell, um, So yeah, so he went in there and then in in the the first circle, which would be the the biggest one, which would be the top one, which would be it's called limbo. Okay. Now in limbo the the people that are in limbo are those that are unbaptized. Essentially they didn't they're the ones that they're like pagans, unbaptized the people that chose not to choose to be saved, right? The, the, yeah, the pagans, um, those are the ones who, who reside there. So some of the ones, you know, uh, the, the famous ones that are there, uh, would be Plato, um, Aristotle, uh, Julius Caesar, uh, Hector, you know, uh, a lot of the Romans because they didn't, you know, around the time the Romans did not believe in Christianity or Christ because of all that stuff that happened. Right. So essentially, they, you know, it was around that time where Christ was killed. And if you don't know the story of Christ and the Romans and all that stuff, it's it's kind of uh very easy to understand why. There's a lot of Romans that didn't choose to get baptized or that were pagan um, that followed other gods or, you know what I mean? Um, Worshipped other beings beca- becoming pagans. So essentially in the first circle, which is called limbo, um, that's where they reside. Now, they're not they're not in heaven, but they're also not they're in hell, but it's not like a torturous hell. Right. So it's more of, uh, uh, they have no hope, you know, they're not being burnt or ripped apart or anything like that, but they, they have no hope they are They're living in a, in an existence with like a hopeless existence. You know what I mean? And maybe this happens to people that are, because The ones that are in here, if you look at who it is Aristotle, Plato, uh, Democritus, Democritus, something like that, and it's kind of hard to say these uh, these Roman names, but uh, Linus, Heraclitus, you know, a lot of these uh, Thales, these, these uh, uh, intellectual type that. They're like, well, there can't be a God because it's almost like you believe, you know, more than your knowledge overpowers your belief. You know what I mean? Your faith. Uh, and that's just my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, I might be completely wrong. But those are the ones that essentially are in limbo. Right. So not burning in hell, but not in heaven. Um, In the book of. Dante, Dante asked Virgil if anybody has ever gone out or left limbo, right, to go to heaven. Um, and I guess, I guess Virgil told him that yes, there was a, a point, and and that point was—it's was kind of crazy. It's uh, 33 or 34 A.D. And if you know your biblical stories, that's uh, Christ lived 33 to 34 years. So that would be when he died or when um, the three days, right? When he resurrected after three days, Um, essentially. Virgil said that Christ himself showed up into limbo and he he took. Abel, Adam, Noah, Moses, Abraham, David, Rachel, uh, and a handful of other people. He went down there because see, back then they were like the original souls, right? So Adam, Abel, Noah, Moses, you know, King David, um, they didn't, they were before Christ. So they were given a choice essentially to, to give themselves over to Christ. I'm, I'm guessing at this point, but he went into limbo and took the souls to heaven. Right. So Christ had that power to, to go ahead and go into limbo and, mm-hmm. and take a soul and take them where they, they, he saw fit. Uh, so people have, or souls have left limbo, uh, through the guidance of of christ um so that was that's the first circle right that's the limbo uh the second circle would be we're going a little bit further into hell would be those who have had lust as their sin right now that circle that entails so yeah so in the second circle uh, which is lust um, this is essentially the beginning of hell right the beginning of of the torture the torturing right the the thing that you know to be hell and this is where lustful people are go so in in this circle you have Minos which uh, I think he was... Uh, what was it in greek mythology Minos was a king of crete son of zeus and europa every nine years he made king august pick seven boys seven girls and then he was sent them to get eaten in the labyrinth by the minotaur so that's who Minos was right so he deliberately sinned right so now he was He was, when he died or he went to hell, he was promoted to be pretty much the judge. So when you go to hell, you're sent up before Minos. And then Minos, uh, he's essentially an interrogator, right? So you're forced, and by you, I'm saying like, Whatever, whoever soul is, is there is forced to verbalize their sins. And you're forced to say it, to say what you said, your, what your sins were. And minnows has a tail a serpent like tail. And when it wraps around you, it'll wrap, like, let's say you're going toward to the fifth, um, circle right the fifth circle of hell so the tail will wrap around you five times and uh the fifth circle is wrath you know so it'll wrap five times around you and that's where you're condemned to go for eternity um but that's Minos. minnows uh in the second circle he's the one that pretty much tells you where you're gonna go right because of your your sins on earth um and then as far as lust goes in the second circle what happens if you're a lustful person somebody that that lust so much that it kind of overpowers your sensibilities you're you know you're just you, you know you're you're a very lustful person um in the second circle you're pretty much there's high winds there and you're just tossed around and banged around and just imagine you're in a car wreck for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? You're just circles, circles hitting rocks and boulders. And, you know, I'm sure it's not, (laughs) it's not a fun time, but you're doing that for eternity. So that is the second circle of hell, which would be lust. Um, now, as far as lust, uh, I know you have minos there, but there is now the there are seven princes, not a princess, princes. <laughs> it's a prince. Um, there are seven of them. Now, I'll read them off real fast, but I'll, I'll try to remember to tie them up to which circle of hell they they're in. So. Lucifer's pride. Uh, Belfarog is sloth. Mamon is greed. Beelzebub, which is kind of like the right hand man to Lucifer, or right underneath him, uh, is gluttony. Uh, Satan's wrath. Uh, The Leviathan is envy. And Asmodeus is lust. Okay, now, the prince... The princes of hell. Okay, so there's seven princes, and then there's princes of hell. Um, for lust, would be. Um. Marihim, Marihim. Um. Yeah. Also, I believe. La Azazel. He might be in there too, but, uh, so yeah, so kind of like the demon of lust would be Asmodeus. Um, so that would be, um, the guy that's in, in the second circle, right now, after the second circle, you have the, the third circle, which would be gluttony, Right. Um. So the third circle, gluttony is gluttony is those who ha- those who overindulge, right? They overindulge in money, food, drink. Um. What else? You know, they're just status symbol, right? They're very gluttonous. Um. And in the third circle, which is gluttony, would be they kind of wallow in vile and put in vile and put. I can't even speak. Uh, putrid slush produced by ceaseless foul, icy rain. So you got like an icy rain, you're in putrid, like disgusting, uh, vile, uh, slush. Right. Um, and a great storm of putrefaction, uh, as, for, as punishment for subjecting their reason to a voracious appetite. <laughs> Barely talk. I can barely read. Actually, uh, well, tonight, anyways. Um, so yeah, so I think on this one there is a giant. Uh, there's a giant three headed dog, or or uh, beast, right? And that beast is always barking through its three heads. It's giant big and it's usually biting you and scratching you for the, the, you know, for eternity, uh, aside from being in that putrid, nasty shit. So the Prince of gluttony would be Belphegor, right? So they said he, he looked, he had a really nasty look to his face, but, um, so yeah, so that would be the gluttony, um, the demon associated with gluttony, uh, belphegor that's you know so that'd be him um and then after that would be the fourth circle right so greed now greed the uh mamon would be the the prince of greed right so in the fourth circle uh What happens there is those who have been greedy in their life um, or have sinned as far as greed goes, they are forced to move around giant sacks of money, of gold coin, of gold, of, of wealth, right? And they're pushing it towards the other guy. There's, you know, there's a lot of people down there. So they're pushing this big sack of coins towards another guy and they're essentially saying to themselves um why do you hoard it and while other people are saying why do you waste it do you know what i mean so and then you're forced to just move around money or wealth that way um so yeah so that's kind of what happens in the fourth circle now the fifth circle would be wrath right so those were wrathful um now the prince of wrath would be satanas or satanas or satanas right um so that would be the prince of wrath uh let me see let me see uh wrathful and sullen um, Wrath, Satan, Satan. Um, so that would be the Prince of Wrath, Dis, um, or also Belial, which is Sloth. Um, uh, yeah, so that would be wrath and i think the wrathful uh so in this one uh essentially they're in the river sticks and um it's a stinking water of the river six sticks and those who are wrathful on they're on the top of the water fighting each other and those who are passively wrathful they're underneath the water um pretty much submerged right and their yells cannot be heard only the bubbles can be seen at the surface top um and they're essentially there uh and they cannot get any joy in god or in manner in the universe right those are the wrathful um and they're forced to fight each other you know forever and ever um So that's the fifth circle, Wrath, right? Uh, In the distance, Dante perceives high towers resemble fiery red mosques. Virgil informs him that they are approaching the city of Dis. Let's see, what's the city of Dis? In Dante, Alighieri's The Divine Comedy, the city of Dis... encompasses the sixth through the ninth circles of hell okay so the city of Dis D-I-S encompasses the sixth through the ninth circles of hell okay so this is pretty much the entrance after the fifth circle Uh, you're pretty much into the entrance of the city of Dis Um, and I believe Two through five are the uh, yeah circles through two through five are sins without malice they do not hurt others right um those are just sins uh so lustful gluttonous um the wrathful the uh who is it the uh, The one with money, uh, the greedy, right? So two through five, you don't hurt others. Uh, on the sixth circle is heresy. Okay. So from the sixth circle from heresy up, uh, It was pretty much the gate, right? So there's like three, I don't want to say harpies, but they're like, these are where the fallen angels kind of protect this gate of the city of Dis, right? Um, So the circles from six and up two to five, like I said, there's no, uh, you're not hurting anybody. Right, there's no malice in those sins. Um, in six and up, you're it, th- those are sins that are you're willfully, willfully trying to hurt somebody, uh, and they're done with intent. You know what I mean? Um, so those are sins that you're actively trying to trying to do, trying to hurt people. You're being you're being evil, you're you're being mean, not mean, but evil uh an evil sin, I guess you could say. um and those are protect that that sixth circle is kind of like the beginning of that. so the entrance to to dis that 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 si- the city of dis and that's heresy um so it'd be the Furies and the fallen angels who protect that gate, you know what I mean from the entrance to uh, that city of dis. So in this um, in heresy, this people there or souls there, pretty much burnt in tombs of fire, right And these people kind of they they turned away from God, right They turned away from God and they active, actively try to get people to turn their backs on God, right. So they rejected God's teachings. And uh, like I said, it was intentional. You know what I mean? So they pretty much burnt. They burned like literally burnt in coffins of fire. So um, that was kind of their punishment for that one. Now, in the seventh circle, you had the circle of violence. Right. So violence. Who actually, I didn't even say who the demon of heresy was let's see oh there isn't one (laughs) um so violence right and the seventh circle the circle of violence is kind of broken up into into three into three sections right three rings uh the first one essentially you are you are attacked by minotaurs, right? And those minotaurs have like bow and arrows and they're shooting bow and arrows at you or arrows, not the bows. Uh, they're shooting arrows at you and you're constantly getting, you know, stabbed with arrows. Um, and So that would be ring number one would be violence against your neighbors, right? In the first round, seven circle, the murderers, war makers, plunderers, and tyrants are immersed in a Plagathon, a river of boiling blood and fire, um, and, uh, wallowed in blood during their lives. So, so yeah, and then the Sontars are essentially, if you're not drowning in that, that of boiling blood and fire uh, the, the minotaurs are pretty much shooting arrows at you so you're either going to get it one way or the other um, the second w- ring of that part would be violence against yourself um, and in in that one you're essentially turned into trees and it's a dire forest right and there's harpies that eat your leaves and it's excruciating pain for that tree essentially that, that soul that's turned into a tree it, you have no leaves because the harpies are eating it and every time they eat it you're you get caused great pain okay and then uh, on the the third ring um would be violence against God, art, and nature. So, so those that that had violence against God and um, art and nature, um, they were forced to to lay in burning sand, and then they would essentially burn as well. Sodomites had to run through that sand nonstop. So. That would be kind of their punishment is like laying in, in burning sand um, and essentially, you know, you're burning up. So uh, that would be the seventh circle. So now we got two circles left. Right. So the eighth circle would be fraud. So those that that create fraud. Um Wow. It was kind of way up there. Um but yeah, those who who willfully create uh cause fraud are on the eighth circle. So the eighth circle is split up into like 10 pits, right? So um on these 10 pits. So like the first pit would be panders and seducers, right? These sinners Make two files, one along either bank of the ditch, march quickly opposite side direction, being whipped by a horned at demons for eternity. Um, and then you have, I'm going to go kind of quick on this one. Uh, you got the second pit, which is uh, flatterers. These also exploited other people, this time abusing um, and corrupting language and play upon others' desires and fears. They are steep in excrement um, by these false flatteries oh represent representative of the false flatteries they told on earth as they howl and fight alongside themselves um, the third pit uh, what is that simoniacs um so on Dante's Inferno he now forcefully exposes expresses his condemnation for those who committed simony ah. um, that's not sodomy simony I wonder what that is. Um, is let's see simony acts is the act of selling church offices and rolls of sacred things It is named after Simon Magus, who is described in the Acts of the Apostles as having offered two disciples of Jesus payment in exchange for their empowering him to impart the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, so... Okay, so that's Simoniacs. Uh, On the 4th would be sorcerers um, magic sometimes spelled magic so m-a-g-i-c-k uh, as an ancient praxis rooted in sacred rituals spiritual div- divinations and or cultural lineage uh, in intention to invoke manipulate or otherwise manifest supernatural forces beings are in entities in the natural incarnate world so if you're trying to uh, you know invoke spirits and stuff you're considered a sorcerer Um, in the middle of the bridge in the fourth uh, so this is the fourth pit for sorcerers Uh, Dante looks down on the sword fortune tellers diviners astrologers, false prophets punishment of those who attempt to assert, assert God's prerogative by prying into the future. Okay. So if you're trying to see like terror card readers and stuff like that, you're considered a sorcerer and you're trying to look into God's dealings essentially. So, um, uh, let's see what else. Spirators is in, um, the fifth pit. Hip, hypocrites are on sixth pit. Seventh pit, thieves. Uh, eight pit is counselors and fraud. Counselors of fraud. Uh, the ninth pit is sow- sowers of discord. And in the 10th is falsifiers. I think in one of these is, uh, the guy that, um, pretty much set up Christ to get crucified. I think he's in one of these, uh, pits. Um, so the ninth circle would be treachery. So I think in the ninth circle, I think, uh, lucifer is the one that's um putting the the he's the one enacting the punishment but in the ninth circle uh which is treachery you know like i said uh that would be the frozen lake of cositas um and i think i had a different name too it was a frozen lake cositas um so in this um lake it essentially consists of like four circles, right? Or yeah, four circles. And depending on your treachery, um so let's say like the betrayer of family ties, betrayer of community ties Guest or betrayer of lords. Um, this is in contrast to the popular image of hell as fiery. Um, so essentially, the deepest part of hell is not really the the hottest. Okay, um, it is. It's kind of the coldest because it is due to the flapping of Lucifer's wings right so he flaps his wings and it cools stuff down and so the guys that are on the ninth ninth circle they're essentially frozen from the waist up their tears get frozen as soon as they come out um and in the very center of hell the center of um well yeah the center of hell it would be pretty much the center of uh the ninth circle, right? So the, the one that created the, the highest treachery, uh, would be Lucifer. And, uh, he was the one that committed the ultimate sin, which would be personal treachery against God. Um, he is also frozen in that Lake from waist up, but for eternity, he's essentially eating, uh, Uh, He's eating Judas, right? So he betrayed Christ, Um, Brutus and Cassius. And those three kind of conspired and and were the ones that that had Christ uh, crucified, essentially. And that's essentially in kind of a cliff note, you know, hell for dummies type of uh, read and like I said even if you come to Wikipedia and just look up Inferno or Dante's Inferno or Hell or you know Nine Circles of Hell it'll all kind of pretty much uh, bottle your neck into the Wikipedia of Dante's Inferno Um, but that's essentially the Nine Circles of Hell Right. And like I said, you have um, you got certain demons or what they're called princes of hell or princes of the underworld. Um, And each one of them is kind of given a classification because of how they were brought in to be coming that uh that prince of or that demon that prince of hell um so like i said lucifer had pride and that's kind of why he did the rebellion um you got belfarag for sloth you got Mammon for greed um belzebub which i've heard is like the second most powerful right under lucifer he's the gluttony one uh you get satan which is wrath and see I don't understand if Satan Satan or Satan and Lucifer are not the right the same ones but Satan's wrath uh, the Leviathan would be envy and uh, Asmodeus is lust right and then you have princes of hell uh, which is Pytheus is despair uh, marry him is lust dis see This is wrath, but this is also considered Lucifer. So I don't know if it's one and the same. See, this is considered to be the devil, Lucifer, right? So the city of the devil. Um, And then Mephistopheles, which is pride, also wrath, but wrath is this. So there's a lot of little mixed here and there. Dagon. Which is envy? Azazel, which is vanity, also lust. Uh, Belial, which is sloth, right? Also wrath. Uh, Baal is wrath. Ramiel, which is pride, and Astaroth, which is sloth, also gluttony. Abaddon, which is sloth, wrath and discord. Uh, Emon. Uh, Amamon, which is Wrath, Levitus, which is Wrath, also Envy. Um, like I said, they all kind of mix and match and they're, but they're all kind of fallen angels and demons. So um, like I said, even with the whole hierarchy of angels, you got some demons that have certain powers or kind of classified for certain sins. Um but it's all kind of interesting for me, you know what I mean? And there's stuff out there that, that I've read and heard and it's like so there's one thing that always stuck with me and those those that are afflicted by uh possession and hauntings are those with the deepest faith, right? So I've heard that. Um I heard don't play around with with you know stuff like this if you if you don't understand it Uh, don't be trying to uh, contact demons or the dead you don't know who you're talking to so don't play around with stuff like this this is like I said how I grew up and some of the teachings right but it's also interesting to read books and to hear about certain knowledge and teachings about how I've not, haven't been there, so I don't know for a fact, but if you got faith in certain things, then you kind of believe in certain things and, and act accordingly. So, um, yeah, I just think that some of these books, uh, stories and, and, and teachings that are taught down from, you know, generation to generation, um, I think it's kind of interesting. So, so yeah, so I got into, learning all about this stuff and like i said even even names like uriel michael uh michelangelo stuff like that like those names have meaning so like david the meaning for david is um the is beloved right so that's the meaning of David. and a lot of people choose names for their children because of that so Um, And it's stuff like that, you know, archangel names, they mean certain things and some people kind of name their kids that. So that's that's kind of interesting for me, you know, to to learn stuff about that. So uh, if you found this interesting or kind of informative, uh, share with friends, you know, it's kind of kind of a cool little um, thing to talk about. You know what I mean? So. uh, So, yeah. Uh, Like I said, uh, if you want to learn more about this stuff, just even if you just Google the stuff, it's kind of interesting. And and if you watch the movies, you might understand more about some of the characters. You know, like if you watch Constantine or you watch any of the Exorcist movies, you kind of know who they're talking about when they say a certain demon is taking over or, or possessing a person. You know what I mean, like so-and-so's in this person and or they ask for the name and the possessed person says it you're like oh shit that's what they're talking to okay cool hey it just kind of puts another layer to to movies and stuff um but yeah um it's it's interesting to to read some of this stuff so um all right well i'll leave you guys with that and hopefully everybody's doing good out there and i'll catch you guys on the next one all right Thanks. Bye. Love you. Bye.